Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I love a mystery. A Carlton E. Morse audio novel. Featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure. Now following the northwest trail of a missing millionaire, a killer cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. Six o'clock in the evening in the Phantom Castle on one of the myriads of tiny islands off the west coast of Canada, Jack, Doc, and Reggie's million-dollar manhunt in an attempt to find Alexander Archer has ended with the three of them prisoners of Richard Cooper and his gang. The three have vanished from the outside world exactly as other investigators who have hunted Alexander Archer have vanished. The minute they arrived, their handcuffs were struck off and they were escorted to a huge, musty chamber that apparently is to be their quarters. It's utterly and ridiculously impossible. Hi, Jack! Well... You should all come over here and look at this. Yeah? You should come over here and look at this. Okay. What you found? Look at those windows. Yeah, all the windows is barred just the same way. I don't mean the bars. Look at the architecture, how they're built. What you mean? What I know about architecture. Well, I don't know very much myself. But if this castle isn't typically Russian architecture of the early 1700s... Huh? When did you say? I said early 1700s. Yeah, that's what I thought. What was the Russians doing over here off the coast of Canada in 1700? How do I know? Besides, it wasn't Canada in those days. Yeah, it wasn't nothing in 1700. I mean, nothing but Red Indian. That's right. So why would Russians go and build a big castle like this here? I don't know. Where's Reggie? I don't know. Hi, Reggie. Hello there. Where you at? Coming. He's a coming. You know, Jack. Listen now. Huh? Listen how Reggie's footsteps ring. Just walking naturally. Yeah. Should be hard sneaking up on a fella in here. These great chambers that do it. Jack, this is really amazing, this place. Jack was just saying this was built back in 1700. Well, it's certainly been redone since then. Everything but sits baths and electric lights. Yeah. They got vent outlets here for hot air furnaces. Wonder why they didn't put in electricity as long as they was going modern on everything else. Hey, what was that? One of Richard Cooper's pet cougars. Enough to chill your morrow. Well, apparently he has them penned up all over the island. So we'll probably hear a great deal of them. You know, I'm getting so I can't stand mountain lions. 
Every time I even mention him around Cooper, he slaps another gag in my mouth. Which brings up something I want to talk about. Yeah? Why is Cooper so touchy about his pet cougars? No, it's about you I want to talk. About me? Yes. Doc, you've antagonized Cooper to the point where you're in real danger. No more danger than you two, am I? More immediate danger. You heard Linda Joyce whisper to me just before we were brought in here... That we were safe so long as we amused Cooper. Exactly. Well, Doc, you've annoyed him from the start. So whatever danger there is, you're facing it first. What kind of danger? Uh, what's he going to do? Shoot me? Stab me in the back? If I had some idea... No, I'll... we're not entirely blind to what's going on. What do you mean? What one thing stands out above everything else? Absolute isolation from the world. Mountain lion? You're both right. And there you are. Huh. I don't get it. No, go on. I wish he wouldn't do that. These are the facts that we know. We've been kidnapped and brought to an island of which the world is utterly unaware. It seems that other men have been brought here and have never been heard of again. You're giving me goosebumps, but go on. Our captor, Richard Cooper is a highly intelligent man. He claims great interest in the psychology and philosophy of medicine. He has numerous mountain lions in cages about which he maintains the strictest secrecy. Yeah, we know all that, Jack, but what's that got to do with me? What's my danger? I think he gave a clue to it last night at the halfway cabin. Huh? Clue to what's going to happen to me? Yes. You remember him wanting you to play a hand of poker? Yeah. And if you lost, you were to lend yourself to an experiment for the advancement of science? Hey, but look here, Jack. You mean Cooper is using these mountain lions for scientific research? Well, you can see for yourself that they're an important part of Cooper's life, if he's a scientist. And you think he wants to mess me into this cougar experiment? Doc, I really don't know. <laughs> I'm supposing something like holding a stopwatch to see how long it takes a hungry cougar to chaw up and swallow a red-headed fella from Texas. He wants to give me one of them big cat's brains, so I'll go around yowling in a spitting. Doc. Cut it out. Well, you brought the subject up. Said Cooper wants me for an experiment. No, Doc. You don't think I'm looking forward to having Cooper whittle on me, do you? Well, you take it easy and listen, Doc. We're all in the same boat. Whatever is in store for you is probably in store for us at a later date. That's a comfort. That is, unless we can find some way of fighting our way out of it. But we couldn't break out of here, Jack. Not if we had pickaxes and 20 years to do it in. Not if you had... Thirty years. Hey, Cooper. Hey, Cooper. Where'd you pop up from? Oh, does it matter? I'm here. I saw you come in. Silly trapdoor business. Yes, Packard. I didn't suppose you'd be impressed. What do you want? Why, you're my guests. I came up to bring you down to our evening meal. You mean we're free to descend the stairs and sit down to your table free men? Oh, of course, of course. Uh, dear, dear, what did you expect of this place? I reckon you'd throw some scrapping through the bars for us. Long, if I allow you at my table, I must ask you to keep quiet. Now, what have I said? I simply despise hearing your voice. Well, I'll be an overfed hypnotherist. Doc. <laughs> Shall we go down then, gentlemen? Isn't that that half-dog, half-wolf howling? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's Prometheus. We tie him up at mealtime. He resents it. That wasn't your wolf, dog. Oh, no, no. That wasn't Prometheus. Wait a moment while I unlocked his door.
fellow seems to be a trifle hungry. All right, gentlemen. Uh, wait for me, please. We'll all go down together. Now, follow me, please. This is rather remarkable, Cooper. What's to prevent us from turning on you and making you our prisoner? Oh, no. Why not? In the first place, men with loaded rifles are watching you. We'll continue to watch you, except when you're locked up in your own quarters. Mm. Hey, that sounds silly. It isn't, though. I spotted one of them already. That's the immediate reason why it would be foolish to attack me. <laughs> now then, gentlemen, down these stairs, if you please. Like a doggone palace. The next reason for restraining yourselves is that you could not get out of this castle if you were free to try. Why not? There's a deep moat completely encircling the castle. The only means of exit is the drawbridge by which we arrive. All right, then we'd use the drawbridge. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you'd never do that. Why not? No, no. Don't ask me to expand on the reason. My, my little secret, if you will. But I assure you, you'll never use the drawbridge without my consent. Well, that was a doggone lot of marble steps, if you ask me. <laughs> yes, that's all of them. Now, this way into the dinner hall. I think Linda has a throw rug or two in her quarters. That's all. They're beautiful old tile floors. Why should they be covered? But don't you get a little tired of the click and clatter of feet? All the servants wear rubber soles. You won't hear them. Here we are. Well, what you know? Looks like we're gonna eat anyway. Yeah, yes. Now, if you'll range yourselves around the board. Packard, on my right, please. Mm. Uh, just pull out the benches and uh, be seated. Ah, there now. Go right ahead. Oh, you'll find the soup delicious. Mmm. Just smell that, will you, Reggie? Quite. Eat heartily. <laughs> I'd like to see that. And while you're so doing, I'll return to the matter of your escape. Yes, do. Even if you were free of the castle and loose on the island, <laughs> you'd not get away. You think not, huh? I know. <laughs> it's been tried before. Numerous times before. What stopped them? The reef that completely encircles the island. A boat would be dashed to pieces. A swimmer would meet the same fate. But see here, Cooper. Your man, Frank, brought us through in the launch. Oh, yes, there's one place at high tide, but I defy you to find it. Well, I bet you I could come pretty close to it if I had to. Pretty close is not close enough. It's certain death, and I'm warning you against trying it. Cooper, this castle... Is it as old as it appears to be? Oh, yes. Early 18th century. Then why doesn't the world know about it? The world forgot about it nearly 200 years ago when it sank into the ocean. You're really being serious about that? Oh, yes, it's the truth. Less than 50 years after this castle was completed by a Russian nobleman, the entire island sank. Castle and all. Oh, there's history to prove that. But when did it reappear? Uh, I don't know. But when I first saw it about 35 years ago, there it was. A great ruin entirely covered with mold and vines. 35 years you've known about this place. Ah, oh, yes. Another man and I discovered it on a fishing trip. 
We saw its possibilities and immediately set to work restoring it with numerous modern facilities. Cooper. Yes? You said there were two of you. Oh, yes, that's right. Of course, we had the help of many dependable men. I'm only interested in this other man. Was he... Was he Alexander Archer by any chance? Why, why yes, now you mention it, it was. Hey, fella, if Archer's half owner of this here castle... Quiet, Mr. Long. But doggone it, Archer must be right here in this castle now. Don't make it necessary for me to gag you before this meal's over. But Cooper... What's so out of the way about that? What Long said was perfectly obvious. It's obvious that Alexander Archer's in this castle. Yes, and I detest hearing the obvious expressed. Jack, then we found Archer? No, you didn't find him. I brought you to him. Still, we found him. Several other insurance investigators had the same honor, but, <laughs> dear, 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 I'm afraid it did them little good. I wonder if you're telling the truth. Mr. Packard, I don't lie. I want to see Archer with my own eyes. Would you know him if you saw him? I would. Hmm. <laughs> well, when do I see him? I'm afraid that's impossible. Why? Alexander Archer's a very sick man. I, I don't think he's going to last much longer. Sick? But, Jack, if he dies, then the insurance company is out the million dollars. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I'm afraid my old friend hasn't much chance. Are you murdering Alexander Archer? Oh, dear, dear, dear. Such unpleasant conversation. Well, you admit doing away with them insurance investigators, don't you? Oh, yes, Long. I'm, I'm afraid I do. What happened to him? What'd you do to him? The same thing that's going to happen to you very shortly now, my talkative friend. Adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Featuring Les Tremaine as Jack Packard and Tony Clay as Doc Long. Consultants Frank Brzee and David Lloyd. Your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.